Welcome to A Feminist in Progress, the podcast where it's a trap. This week I'm talking about thirst traps. <laughs> Not necessarily to do a deep dive on what it is and how to take the perfect thirst trap, but more to rethink what it is and who it's for. A Try Guys video from early October led me to making this episode, and this is, perhaps, my favorite of all the Try Guys videos. And I've seen practically all of them, well, let's say 90-ish percent of their videos. But, interestingly, my favorite Try Guys video had none of the try guys no eugene no keith no ned and no zach in fact not a single man was in this video except perhaps their sound guy jonathan who was caught on camera and maybe some of the dudes working behind the scenes i'm referring to their video mom's post thirst traps for a week and i admit i almost skipped on this video perhaps subconsciously averted to the idea of the topic of thirst traps but oh honey this video was so much more than just women trying to be sexy and posting thirst traps mom's post thirst traps for a week focuses on three women ariel fulmer tri wife and mother of two rachel cole second tri producer and mother of two and Kristen Dunham, content producer and mother of one. Per the usual Try Guys video format, when trying things, there is an expert or two brought in to help the tryers. For this video, they had Mick Saison, uh, uh, an influencer and founder of Normalize Normal Bodies Movement and the Rose Retreats. And they also had Kaylin Burke, brand manager for the Try Guys, to help Ariel, Rachel, and Kristen get into thirst mode. Much of the video focused on allowing the moms to be empowered, to feel good in their body, to believe that they have more than enough right to feel that way about themselves, even if they are already moms. See, I think that sometimes, as a society, we tend to give mothers the idea that because they are moms, everybody else, especially their children, always comes first. Always. And because of that, the idea of doing something for yourself as a mom... It seems outrageous, almost reckless. And perhaps part of why these women, these moms, 
were the triers of the thirst trap and not the tri guys themselves or any of the other tri wives such as uh, Becky Habersberger or uh, Maggie Bustamante basically the other significant others of the tri guys if that makes sense or maybe even the other women of the second tri team it's because of how the body changes after someone gives birth. Now, I'm a child-free woman myself, so I don't know what that change feels like. But I have seen that change firsthand with friends who've given birth. And as Ariel herself put it, changes in your lifestyle create those changes in your body too now rachel also articulates the change herself saying and i quote it's like stopping being the protagonist of your own story suddenly two other little people are the protagonists <laughs> The video starts of upbeat, you know, very, yeah, hashtag girl power, hashtag love your body, hashtag body positivity, very women empowering other women vibe. And as the viewers, we're pretty much along for the ride. We even get a crash course in thirst trapping you know how to pose and what strategies one can use to make an excellent thirst trap we even get a definition from make herself who for her says that a thirst trap is you know to quote to bring attention to embracing my body and giving people permission to look at it and say I want to do that too. I want to embrace my body. An unphotoshop body. And it's interesting to think of the thirst trap this way. You know, it's not necessarily about titillating the recipient or the viewer. It's not necessarily about showing off or inciting envy. And Okay, I'll try to like spontaneously delineate a thirst trap from a sex and feel free to differentiate the two. I think a sex, um, a visual sex, emphasis on the T, um, it's a bit more risque or explicit since um, it's given to a specific person with a specific goal in mind of um, titillating the recipient or um, arousing them whereas a thirst trap is usually more um, more broad when it comes to the audience um, i think it's it's a way of trying to get someone's attention without giving them the image explicitly that is i think i think this is, i think that's the difference between the two <laughs> anyway 
Okay, as someone who, uh, admittedly, has taken some snaps that can be considered a thirst traps, uh, I'll admit, uh, those photos were hollow, maybe even shallow. Either way, they were those because my intention was merely trying to get the recipient to like me. It didn't necessarily come from a place where I truly liked myself. You know, not really. So, Mick's definition of the thirst trap is about embracing the body as it is and giving others the permission to be appreciative to hopefully inspire emulation and inspiration, not envy. And while you're at it, check out my uh, previous episode from earlier this season. It's called On Envy. I mean, like, you know, while you're here, might as well, you know, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. <laughs> uh, it helps that I'm recording this episode a bit early in the day before I actually get some work done like the work that I'm paid to do it's helping me get into a better mood for the day so if you're listening to this podcast right now this episode thank you thank you thank you thank you anyway my definition of the thirst trap it has evolved as well. Thanks in part to this video and to my dating situation. <laughs> I'm chuckling a little bit because I know that the person is going to listen to this. <laughs> Wait, l let me try to get through this. Serious, serious. See, my man isn't too focused on the surface. That is, you know, he he, he definitely um, appreciates the surface, but it's not the most important thing to him. And as someone who has waded superficial waters before with incel-adjacent fuckboys, this is uncharted territory for me. Like, whew. you know, a thirst trap can be as simple as me feeling good in my own skin sending snaps of me with like little to no makeup on no special outfit or anything because i am coming from a place of self-love and self-confidence and giving my man a reason to smile the same way i get the butterflies when he sends me a photo of just him smiling at me in his selfie like is this what it's like when you're past the stage of settling for toxic men and giving yourself permission to prioritize self-love? The the universe sends someone your way? <laughs> Gorge, I can't. <laughs> Can you believe? But of course... Lest I be mistaken for not other girls-ing myself. Let's be clear. 
that if a woman finds power in taking thirst traps in the traditional sense, whatever form that may be, whether it's, you know, showing off skin or like, you know, emphasizing the body, yaddy yaddy, it's none of our fucking business. <laughs> So, anyway, let's circle back. The three moms get through the coaching and um, the the coaching session with Mick and Kayla, and like naturally, moments of feeling awkward ensue. This feels so unnatural, Ariel says. Posing with what seems to be nothing but fierce effortlessness. I mean, like, objectively speaking, yeah, and like, Ariel was killing it. Quick learner. And the photo shoot itself looked fun and like, and it was an opportunity for the three women to feel good in their skin. To, as they put it, get out of their comfort zone. They were giving themselves permission to put themselves first, which I'm guessing is something they rarely do. And I admit that I, too, was thinking, I love this for them. And actually, I was all thinking, can I call my photographer friends and friends who have modeled before and like just have this you know similarly fun and uplifting photo shoot with them i mean a girl can dream and like honestly it's actually something i've always wanted to pun unintended try you know to be photographed professionally in these quote-unquote sexy settings you know not to call attention to myself or be feeling era or be full of myself but to do something concrete about feeling good in my own body and i've talked in this podcast before about my struggles with body image you know how it's a recurring battle to love and hate my body you know to see it as good enough and as inadequate see i don't uh, i'm i'm not usually inundated with images of women like me on social media or in advertisements you know, women who are petite, flat-chested, with a little bit of a tummy and narrow hips. And, you know, like, with medium brown skin and thick, sometimes frizzy hair. It's like, it's it's not. I don't see... I, I don't see myself. And, like I said, in a lot of women. So, it... And yeah, I've, I've already articulated my feelings about body neutrality in that episode, you know, body yaddy yaddy. And how body neutrality is my philosophy when it comes to my relationship with my body. Now, Ariel herself said something related to what I'm telling you now. She said, and I quote, I don't think a thirst trap has to be overtly sexy. 
and I don't want for these photos that I'm taking to be like me trying to be sexy or trying to look younger. It's somebody feeling good in themselves in their body. End quote. <laughs> you know, moms also have a couple of insights that they can take with them from watching this video. You know, one from what Ariel said, and again, I quote, I want to be more present for myself because I feel like I'm disappearing. Because being a mom does not mean that I should just fade away. End quote. And that, you know, the other takeaway for moms comes from Rachel. And it's an absolutely point, uh, absolutely important point to remember. So she said, and I quote, as my kids age, they're going to get further and further away from me. Less a part of me and more a part of the world. So I need to make sure I'm staying a whole person unto myself so that when they are their own people, unattached to me, I'm not left with a shell of a human being. End quote. let's be real and i didn't mean for that um, but to be a bit too loud i saw the spike in my monitor for the sound quality but let's be real sometimes being in that moment of feeling confident in, in the moment those photos are being taken it's one thing looking at the photo themselves is another see the video takes a turn uh, a coming down from the high kind of turn when they sit and review the photos on a large screen uh, you can already hear the walls closing in it's like ah this feeling is all too familiar because it's a feeling that some of us are probably familiar with. I think women and men alike probably relate to this, but more so for women or at least femme bodies or femme presenting people. You know that feeling when you're about to post, to post a photo of yourself and then suddenly the mental lenses switch to something too sharp too critical you dear listener are perhaps familiar with that phenomenon of being hypercritical of yourself but being encouraging of somebody else who's being hypercritical of themselves like we are get easily get so down on ourselves but are just as quick to be hype women or hype men or hype people <laughs> for our friends like what the fuck is that I, I, we know what it's like to zoom in on what we perceive what we perceive <laughs> to be our flaws while everybody else sees us for beauty and confidence why are we uncomfortable like why do we cringe at our own bodies why do we cringe at our own momentary self-confidence 
and once that confidence is captured in the still photo suddenly we switch back to this hypercritical lens of you know seeing all these little flaws or what we think to be our flaws when in fact it's it's just the way the body is you know i mean is it the internalization of ideas about beauty and body standards well that's a little obvious i mean isn't it uh, okay the video is still a surface quote-unquote solution to a bigger problem that is the reality that there are industries profiting off our insecurities you know by selling us confidence and quote-unquote better bodies the resolution in the video while important still rests on individual solution to a bigger problem as if to say that we individuals just need to cultivate better relationships with our body to step out of our comfort zones i mean don't get me wrong ariel is still right in saying your body doesn't have to be perfect in order for you to appreciate and celebrate it okay like yeah i I 100% unironically agree with that and i think it's also important to show yourself grace and kindness to know that as rachel said your body is an ever-changing ever-fluctuating entity why not fully embrace it wherever it is right now because it is worthy of being there but this is after all a podcast that has the word feminist literally in its name and i think it's a disservice for me to go along with an individualist takeaway from all of this there is a reason these women feel uncomfortable about the idea of doing thirst traps. It's because for so long, we have conditioned ourselves to buy into narrow, frankly sexist ideas about mothers' roles and gender roles in general. Gender roles in general, in case I misspoke. Like, we're willing to label someone a MILF or applaud a woman who's able to quote-unquote get her body back after giving birth by exercising her ass off to have the body that she had pre-baby. That's why, like seriously, shout out to Halsey whose honesty about their post-pregnancy body is the media representation we need in redefining what we think of as acceptable, air quotes, you know, air quotes, acceptable, mom bods. Maybe, maybe, maybe think about that the next time you want to dismiss someone's thirst trap as mere shallow exercise of vanity. I mean, you don't know what that body that you see has been through. The work it has done and continues to do in order to heal itself. 
the radical self-love it took for it to show up in your feed or maybe your DMs. Or maybe the reincarnation that it went through after it has been violated. So, go ahead. Take that thirst trap, why don't ya? Thanks for joining me in this episode of A Feminist in Progress. If you want to support the show, you don't have to send me a thirst trap, but you can give a donation via paypal.me slash feministinprogress or gcash. Details are in the episode description. Do you have a story that you want me to share in the podcast? Get in touch with me via Instagram at feministinprogresspod or email me through feministinprogresspod at gmail.com. And remember, taking that thirst trap takes progress, not perfection. <laughs> <laughs>